The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So as we settle in, just a reminder again about the three refuge chant that we chant together. And uh, some of you who've been around know that this is a different version. We're chanting it slowly because part of the purpose is just to bring the group together. Just in a very simple way when we do this simple activity together, it sort of changes the nature of community. And uh, a lot of you probably don't have your name tag, but remember on the even weeks, always wear a name tag. So when we break for the small groups, there will be time to get a name tag so that when you're in the small groups, you have one. And uh, just like with this topic that we're digging into these eight weeks, the topic of anatta, the not-self, the impersonal nature, it can remain for us something theoretical and philosophical in the same way that the refuge chant can. So it's important to remember that whatever we're talking about, if it's relevant, it's here and now. It's not philosophical or theoretical. It's here and now. So just keep that in mind when we chant about the Buddha, the English translation, something like, I take refuge in the Buddha. We're taking refuge in something that's here and now, in the space of my life, the space of this body and mind, right here. Same with Dharma or Dhamma. Same with Sangha, the third refuge. And it's really okay if you don't have a clue like what the refuge is. What's more relevant actually is to be interested. What is a worthy refuge? Or I think as Sharon Salzberg calls it, you know, what's worthy of placing my heart upon? What do I trust? That's here, that's now that I don't have to be special in order to deserve it. It's sort of already here and now. Is there anything here and now? And just at the very least, we can be curious. Is there anything here and now worthy of singing about or chanting about? So let's do the chant together now. Udang Saranang Kachami Damang Saranang Kachami Sangang Saranang Gachami Dutiampi Bodang Saranang Gachami Dutiampi Damang Saranang Gachami Dutiampi Sangang 
We don't have to be afraid of personal pronouns, just sensing I'm willing to be right in the middle of my life now. I'm willing to connect with my body, this body, my heart, this heart, my mind, this mind, the way it actually is here and now. I'm willing to come home and to have a real relationship with the way it is for me right now. I'm not afraid to feel. I'm not afraid to be curious and to relax. And I'm not afraid to experiment. Is it okay to let go of control? Is it okay for me to begin to put down some armor, any defensiveness that might be unnecessary now? Let me see if it's okay to soften a little bit more and just to Be exposed, be open to whatever is happening, whatever's moving, whatever's being felt. Maybe it's okay. or whatever our teachers or the Buddha might be pointing to with those teachings on anatta. They're pointing to something that's here and now in our experience. Not something outside or different than our experience. So then the practice is a willingness to be close, a willingness 
to feel and see things as they are. And we'll begin as that, in that article from Joseph Goldstein, we'll begin as he suggests by taking a little time, opening, simply opening to the experience of hearing. Hearing, of course, you'll notice is already happening now. Before I make any particular effort to hear, Hearing was already happening. And just allow the experience of hearing to become as simple as it can be. It's not so much about trying to do it right as it is about cultivating a more pure interest in the experience of hearing, in what's already happening here. Hearing is happening. And by getting close, more close, we're discerning something or waking up to something about hearing. And so if we put it into words, we'd say something like, there's hearing, but I can't really discern the hearer. I can't find the person who's doing the hearing. All I find is that hearing is being known. The experience of hearing, that can be discerned. And that's about it. So this is subtle, of course. Just take your time. And remember, it's mostly about a pure interest in the experience of hearing. Getting close. Getting closer to what's already happening. Hearing hearing, hearing. Whenever there's an appearance of somebody hearing, somebody doing the hearing, 
then take a moment and just recognize that that's something being known as well. Maybe it's being known as some kind of tension that is sort of the stand-in for somebody doing the hearing, or maybe a thought or a mental image. But it's some phenomena of the body or mind being known. Just another thing being known, like hearing is being known. probably discovered that it's more about resting in the experience of hearing than trying to do something. And in some moments you might sense with some clarity that the moment doesn't really need a sense of a meditator being aware of hearing, like extra weight that's not required. It could be so much lighter and more simple. And you could possibly even sense an effortlessness in the hearing because nobody has to do it.
hearing is being known. And even if the eyes are closed, notice that seeing is also being known. Mental images, whatever they might be. Thinking is being known. The sensing of the body is being known, being felt. We'll turn our attention now to the movement of sensation here in the body. Of course, there's this very deep habit of interpreting this movement of sensation as me or my body, my tension, my feeling. We'll take our time and we'll practice listening or opening to sensation. The, in particular, the movement, the dynamic flow of sensation come and going. So even that experience of it's happening to me and that sense of this body belongs to me or I'm feeling the body, that often is a particular sensation of tension, that sense of ownership, having a body, feeling the body, feels like this. And what we're doing with this training is remembering that sensation is just sensation being known. That it can be that simple. This is being known. These sensations are being felt. And that the interpretation is always extra or the way the mind might tend to define or interpret the experience of sensation. It's always extra and the mind can be trained just to be aware that sensations are being felt or being known. It's quite dynamic in the sense of changing. And maybe it's safe to be exposed or to be sensitive to this flow or this movement of sensation. No need for resistance, no need to define it, or even to interpret it in any way. 
Sensation is nature, not self. Its nature is to move, to come and go. And even the sensations that feel solid or held or tight in some way, maybe they can also be trusted to do what they're doing, to be the way they are. And so in that way, we learn to be here in a very open and humble way, not to presume we know anything about the sensations. It's enough just to be open or you could say vulnerable, exposed to this flow, this movement of sensation. We can say to be alive means to feel the body, to feel sensation. And to be wise, to be awake, means to not be confused by the feeling of sensation. Not to imagine it's more or less than what it is. But in a sense, we're learning to take it on face value. Like It's this experience of sensation being felt, being known. You might even sense how much freedom there can be in moments. And no part of the heart is resisting or trying to fix or control the body. This is real intimacy, real embodiment. Not afraid of this embodied life here. Not afraid to feel. And the last training that Joseph recommends in this short article sitting here and simply being interested in the movement of thought, which is mostly about a willingness to relax, 
You could say we're relaxing and noticing that there is awareness. And this awareness will naturally recognize that movement of thought. And there can be these habits of thinking we, the mind needs to look in a particular direction in order to catch thought. But it's much, much more about relaxing and just sensing the space of now or the space of here, space of the body and the mind right here. So more of a totality of awareness and that way, if, if and when, however, thoughts move now, there's more of a chance of recognizing that arising and passing of thought. Just do your best, be forgiving and patient. And of course, it's okay to intentionally think a thought, but you don't have to. There's already thinking happening in the background. It can be so spiritually funny to see what the mind does, what the conditioned or thinking mind does when there's an interest in observing thought. And it's not so much about catching what the content of any particular thought is, but more thought as a mental phenomenon, something that comes and goes and is known as a thought, as a mental activity. can distinguish between the mind's 
attachment or identification with a thought and that mental phenomena itself. We're cultivating this more refined perception, hearing without a hearer, sensing of sensations without it referring back to some concept of a body, somebody's body, and that movement of thought without it referring back, erotically referring back to some thinker. And as we finish our sitting time, just acknowledging to ourselves, we're not trying to force some perception upon ourselves. Just want to understand, just want to see a little more clearly what's here, what's not here. To see more clearly the way it is. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.